What's up, guys? This is Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, episode 24 now of the podcast. Just a quick reminder for you guys to check out the podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Podchaser by searching Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, or you can find it at taking-the-field.com. For any and all past episodes of the podcast, I especially encourage you guys to check out that three-part PLL Skype series that I did with my guys Jordan Johnson and Phil Rothermick. It was a lot of fun putting that one together. Just a few weeks ago but with this episode in particular what I want to get into is kind of the recapping the week that was in the PLL starting with this backyard lacrosse collection which released earlier in the week on Tuesday and it was really an interesting idea I think and it was very unique and creative in how they did it and how they teased it and I think the collection itself is very interesting and creative and cool but one of the things that you saw all over social media in the lacrosse world was the hope, I guess you could say, of a potential video game tease that would be released as part of this Backyard Lacrosse collection going into that Backyard Sports category with the past games like baseball and football most notably, and we didn't end up getting that. So my question is, where's the game? And when are we going to get a game? I mean, you think about it, they've done pretty much every other possible major hurdle that they could have cleared in this first year and a half or so with bringing in Fantasy Lacrosse, although they're not officially a part of that, but they now have that attached to their name and they now have sports betting and things like that as well. So really that next hurdle that they have to get through is bringing in that PLL video game whenever that ends up being. And, you know, you can have that conversation of when that could be. I don't think that it'll necessarily be this year just because with everything going on with COVID-19, the economy doesn't necessarily support such a thing but I think that you look at next year and I've had these conversations with people in the lacrosse community specifically about this I think when you look at next summer in year three of the PLL especially with the incoming talent that you're going to have from the collegiate level with that insanely stacked draft class of guys that elected to go back for their final years of eligibility that are going to be there in that PLL collegiate draft next year I think that's really that target point of where you're going to see that game come out is because of the fact that you're going to have guys like Paul Rabel Grant Amon will be in his second year uh, Marcus Holman Will Manny Miles Jones all these guys that we've seen that we're going to see even this summer in the championship series, they're all going to be back next year. Then you bring in that star-studded rookie class next year. I think that with all those things considered and the fact that, like I said, I think the economy at that time will better support this kind of thing, I think that's really when you're going to see this video game in whatever form that it comes to us in that's when we're going to finally see that but I really think it would have been interesting to have gotten a backyard lacrosse game along with this merch drop that they did earlier this week but that's just my two cents and I'll throw this out there to Paul Rabel and the guys over there at the PLL I personally have actually put together the marketing plan for a premier lacrosse video game for one of my marketing classes that I'm currently taking so if you guys need some help with that I uh, I got you there and then I think moving forward 
one of the things that we can look forward to with this podcast, I'll take this time to say this now, is that we'll be doing more Skype shows in the next few weeks, including on June 30th here in a couple days for the release of the 22-man rosters. And then we'll be doing another one about a week or so later on July 10th following the conclusion of my fantasy lacrosse draft that we'll be doing that afternoon. And with that specifically, we'll be... It will be myself and a few other guys from my fantasy league have agreed to join me. Guys like Phil and Jordan will be a part of that as well. And really what I want to do with that is kind of talk about our draft and talk about fantasy lacrosse in general and our experiences that we've had with that so far. Maybe go over the point systems and things like that along with it. But also kind of re-examine the championship series now that we'll have other guys Uh, chiming in on that as well so kind of getting their thoughts on the championship series as a whole as well and one thing that I will say that I am looking into potentially doing with that post-draft Skype show is kind of allowing some of the guys that will be taking part in that to sort of open the floor to some trade discussions as well with their teams and kind of talking amongst themselves with that but other things that we might talk about are sports betting and different things like that that have gone on this offseason and kind of looking ahead to this championship series. So just wanted to update you guys on that really quick. Um, And I think in terms of fantasy with the announcement of the point system that came out just a few days ago, I think that it'll be easier for guys like myself and the other members of my league to really get our draft boards assembled prior to that July 10th draft. Once June 30th rolls around and we get the announcement of those 22-man rosters, so we kind of can see the player pool that we'll be working with. But seeing as how we have a full 12-man participating league, around 96 or so players, I did the math a few weeks ago, about 96 of the 152, I believe it is, players will be selected in our league. So obviously being able to identify talent within the draft is going to be very high priority for not just myself, but the other 11 members of my league as well. And then one other thing that happened this week was that the first futures bet for the PLL was released by William Hill, and it was the championship odds for each of the seven clubs. Now, the whips being that they're the defending champions had the best odds at three to one then come the chaos at four to one the archers and redwoods were tied at nine to two then the atlas is at 11 to two and for some reason aside from the fact that i'm an atlas fan myself i don't know why but i really like that atlas line and then the chrome were at eight to one and the water dogs rounded out at nine to one and i gotta believe that they're down there at the number seven odds because of the fact that they're the new guys in town. We're not really sure of what to expect from them during this championship series, but still, I think that it's really intriguing to kind of look through some of these odds. And like I said, they're the first ones that we have in PLL history. So that in itself is very exciting. And we'll talk more about sports betting and fantasy lacrosse. Once we get around to the championship series in late July here on the podcast, But as I mentioned, the Whips are obviously going to have the best odds as they're the defending champs. I really think it's interesting that the Archers and Redwoods have very similar odds, 
but I think it's really fitting because they're pretty evenly matched in terms of their rosters, at least on paper. We'll see how it plays out during the championship series and possibly even in the postseason. And I think one of the better values is actually the idea of the Atlas at 11-2 because we all know what their offense looks like on paper, and it's just ridiculous. But I think the key for them in terms of being able to compete in that four-game regular season and potentially go on to win the championship series is going to be how they adjust defensively. You know, being able to figure out how they're going to communicate and defend the two-man game, what wherever it comes from, whether it's from X or on the wing or wherever, being able to communicate on those two-man games because that was something they struggled with defensively last year. And then another thing is understanding when and where to slide from because, again, that was something that in certain situations some of their polls struggled with last year. So if they can figure it out defensively, I think they'll have just as good a shot as anybody to be able to compete for a championship. So that's kind of what the week in the PLL was, and I also wanted to update you guys on some things that we're going to be getting into here on the podcast over the next few weeks. Remember, we got that Skype episode coming up on Tuesday to discuss the final 22-man rosters, and then again, another one coming up on July 10th as well for our post-draft party episode and that'll do it for episode 24 of Taking the Field with Stevie Mac. Just a quick reminder to check out Taking the Field with Stevie Mac on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Podchaser, or by searching taking-the-field.com for my official website for the podcast for any and all past episodes of the podcast, including that special Skype series I did with Jordan Johnson and Phil Rothermick about a week or so ago, covering all things Premier Lacrosse. And that'll do it for this one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.